1: Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today.
2: Bim Bimmer, who's got the keys to the weekend, everybody? Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Betway. It was gutting for West Ham, but glorious for Rangers. It's Friday, 6th of May. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Jim Campbell. And I'm Dushinahantaraja. Thank Welcome one and all. What a beautiful day in the kingdom, eh? Lovely sunny day, Jim Campbell. You look radiant, cousin. I feel radiant. (laughs) Weekend's nearly here and you're jangling the key. (laughs) (laughs) Nearly in the bowl. Vichy baby, it's been a while.
3: Has it? Yeah. yeah. I've just I don't feel comfortable putting you in charge of my weekends. <laughs> I don't I don't and I don't think you like having the responsibility of my weekends, do you? <laughs> I'll
2: take it away like I did the last one.
3: Still get out. Oh, still dear. getting in there.
2: How do you feel it's too? Too many of us you can't keep an eye on all of us at once. Not yeah. all of you, but most of you. And that's enough as long as you get a majority, eh? Eh? <laughs> um, know what I mean, Wandsworth? Uh so uh, we've had the uh, Europa League and Europa Conference League action. We start with West Ham. They lost 1-0 to Eintracht Frankfurt, of course, going out 3-1 on aggregate.
0: Oh, Jim!
2: Yeah. We all wanted them to go we through. Did. We and really it, did. What a frustrating evening. Yeah, frustrating is exactly the right word, isn't it? I mean, the sending off from, from Aaron Cresswell, um, just so frustrating, so unfortunate. And it's it's one of those ones where... It's not like he's chinned anyone, is it? It's not like a really late tackle or, a, or like some some sort of horrendous, obvious. Like it's just one it's of those like, red like,
3: cards. No, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> you sound, a, you sound like his his mate talking to a <laughs> policeman at yeah. like one yeah. a.m. Just let oh, him he, go. Just yeah. let him go. But I felt him.
2: like that. Yeah. yeah, I felt like <laughs> that. But it's it's just clumsy, isn't it? Mm. And it's it, in a way, it's the worst type of red card to concede because it's yeah. just like just a little bit hapless. Looks a bit leggy. Yep. Perhaps overawed by the, the occasion. The the firework tifo. Um, oh, yeah, at the beginning of the game like with the West Ham fans Looking at that Like like I was thinking How is that f- Possible is this, mm. is this magic Is this witchcraft What a flex How can we possibly win this Exactly It yeah. felt like a big flex Didn't mm. it And Frankfurt They were so noisy And all wearing their away kit Do you know why They were wearing the away kit <laughs> By the way <laughs> That's such an Arsenal fan and Look oh, I'm a Fulham fan <laughs> But to call them, to call them noisy <laughs> No but in terms of the way that it inter- Can you like, keep it West down Ham, over
3: there <laughs> Don't turn uh, off Riff raff <laughs> keep it down here yeah.
2: we're trying to enjoy the association football <laughs> they were very noisy Jamie. they were noisy but in a way that the point was to ruffle West Ham and it, mm. I think it worked they were wearing the away kit apparently as a reminder uh, of how good they'd been in the first leg oh, that, was, wow. that was what Frankfurt's um, that was what the message from Frankfurt yeah. was was remind them of that and I think it's just that's a it's little a
3: bit unhinged, isn't it? Right. Yeah, they they actually they were a bit the frightening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Did they go in the away dressing room as well?
3: I have no idea. Yeah. But um they flew into the they flew into the city actually. <laughs> very bad for the environment. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. A
2: very strange stop motion <laughs> manner. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, like it was kind of dead as a contest after that, wasn't it? Which is the last oh, just... thing you want. And Moy said after the game that really they lost it in the first 45 seconds of the first leg by conceding that, that goal. Yeah. And the, I think there's an element of truth to that. But mm. they, you know, they 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 still had to overcome that. They had a mountain to climb and it was just, just unfortunately too much for them. Yeah, it was just, when Cresswell gets that red card, everybody just knows that's really
3: it. Mm. I, I, Unless yeah. it's
2: even, because we thought th- this needs to be a big performance from West Ham. Eintracht Frankfurt, despite their league position in the Bundesliga, have been phenomenally good in the Europa League this season and their home form has been very very good as well. Well their away form as well but the home form in the atmosphere as, as as Jim's mentioned there. So it was it was needed to be a big performance and then after what was it, 18 yeah. 19 minutes you just think okay this needs to be the, the greatest night in their history. Yeah. yeah
3: yeah yeah and they need a lot to go their way from that point on. Um I, I think that was what I imagine West Ham fans waking up today will feel Upset, but also the fact, you know, it's one thing to not do yourself justice on a a day like that. And it's another thing to be like, we couldn't do it. it, Like it was taken, the opportunity was taken away from us. That's right. right. That actually started
2: fairly brightly. It looked Mm. relatively even, maybe edging towards West Ham before the sending off. But, Frankfurt just did a job on them, didn't they? They, did, yeah. they were really, really professional about it, and and it wasn't particularly thrilling from their mm. perspective. The goal was brilliant. The way he loses Dawson <clears> was just just so clever and and, and such brilliant movement. But even that, that, even the goal, though, you think to yourself, it's not that long after the sending off. I was surprised how easily he didn't mm-hmm. leave Dawson. Right, it's easier said than done. But you just think, oh, it'd be a little bit tighter, uh, you know, because you just need to, because a 1-0 victory for West Ham would take it to the, or 1-0, or you know, take it to extra time, blah, 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 blah. Um, you've just got to keep it tight and you've just got to hang on in there and, and hope for the best. But it, obviously it wasn't to be, but you're right, Vish, you know, to, to not be able to, see, you didn't give it your all and go, oh, do you know, it was a great game, we were just on the wrong side of it or beaten by the better side. Yeah. It's like, we'll never know. And West Ham. Who knows how long it will be when they're back in that situation? We hope for their sake that it will be reasonably soon. But uh, you know, European football next year is not a given for them. You know, with, with mm. the, the, the league positions
3: and so on and so forth. Also, that's and that I like. You know, it's it was an opportunity for the Champions League. Just yeah, because the league. You know, as a league form take yeah. it off, the Europa League mm. obviously the run just kept going. Yeah, yeah, And there was a sense of like, fuck, that would be what a cool way to. I mean, there's you know, obviously finishing fourth. There's, there's a lot of importance behind it. Mm. But to win a trophy and yep. then get access yeah, yeah, yeah. to the Champions League—that's the, yeah. yeah. the way you want to do it. Yeah, that's the way you want to
2: do it. And I think we said uh, on yesterday's show that this semi-final in particular, the the, the loser will just think what an opportunity. Because mm-hmm. in the other one, which obviously come on to, it it was a little bit more of a mismatch. This felt like a fifty-fifty type of game. Whereas RB Leipzig, you know, with their money and all the rest of it, they'll be back at some point yeah. or another. You know, Rangers obviously wonderful for them. Um, if they go out to that, that bigger side do you know what we've, we've given it our all kind of thing whereas this game as it was much more evenly balanced Frankfurt will, will be absolutely loving it this morning and West they will be absolutely gutted
3: yeah even if I would say even if, if West Ham had won you'd think that we'd probably be in here talking about the fact that they missed a huge opportunity after seeing off Barcelona mm-hmm. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And and the fact that they, well, they have that in the chamber now. Yeah, and yeah. and and to be honest, a pretty comprehensive two legged win against mm-hmm, West Ham yeah. going into the final. Like it's um yeah. you know it's great for them. Yeah.
2: Well Declan Rice said that there's no way Frankfurt are better than Severe or, or Leon. <laughs> now that I think is the, right. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, Andy's not been particularly complimentary of, of Leon this season. Um he also said uh, he was proud of his team and he walked off the pitch with his chest held high. Mm. Well done him. Um, he doesn't well, walk funny, doesn't he? Yeah, it? I mean that is gonna that does make sense. Affect it, your neck, isn't it? Yeah. I think it's makes not good for posture, is it? Not great for posture. I'm, no. not, I'm not really one to talk. <laughs> he was very critical of the referee. Um, we have to say, but again, I just that's the trouble with that sending off. It is a sending off mm-hmm. and nobody wants it to be, other than Eintracht Frankfurt fans and, and, and maybe a few others. Nobody wants that to be a sending off, but it was a sending off. As Carlton Cole said, you can't be Hansy in the Europa League. <laughs> um, Hansy I Flick may disagree with that, uh, but he's probably not going to be in the Europa League anytime time soon. Um, and of course, David Moyes lost his head. Yeah, I mean, that was a sending off. Uh, yes, that was very much. I mean, Moyes, he's <laughs> enjoyed it so much. And then do you think that, you know, he spent all of that credit on the happy times? He needed to, you know, bang, back down to earth with, with that. Yeah. I mean, it was kicking a ball, a ball boy. Pretty shocking, really, for what he, what he, for, for, for a manager to do something yeah, like that. Yeah, although what he said about it was was absolutely phenomenal. He did, yeah. I thought we were going to get, you know, I, I sincerely apologise. That's poor of me to do that, blah, 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 blah. He went a little bit there. He said, I have to apologise for kicking the ball, but the ball boy left it short and it was nicely on the volley for me. You know what? I kind of know what he means. (laughs) We we all know what it's like when there's a football just knocking about. You can't leave it alone. Especially if it's a volley. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Mm. I I think Moyes is right. Now, in
3: my mind... (laughs) I think he's right.
2: I agree. (laughs) I've done the same thing. Right to to do it and to say it. He's just been honest. (laughs) Now, in my mind, and I don't want to be corrected on this, uh, if, if anyone knows what actually happens when you're sent off you're, it's like detention right? yeah. you get sent to the dressing room yeah. you have to stay there you can't even shower you've got to sit there in your kit and think about what you've done you can't mm. have your phone you've just got to sit there so in my mind when Cresswell's sitting there in the second half just like feeling really down then sees Moyes come in I'm wondering what's going through his head he's like is he this angry with me and mm. then to yeah. be like, oh, <laughs> oh no you've gone as well you've gone as well <laughs> what happened what are you in for he yeah. just sat up so nice he just sat up on the volley yeah I'd have done the same, gap rather uh, than the same. I know
3: what you mean yeah. And his arm was just there. I thought, oh, i to give that a little tug. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can not uh, be handy in the Europa League, son? Oh dear. Well, we've we've seen uh, another pitch invasion this week. Of course, we saw one at Fulham earlier on in the week, and we've seen we saw one in Frankfurt uh, last. Grass
3: night. didn't get involved. Now talking about it on here. What's that? There was, there was a, you know, they were on the pitch at Fulham the other week. Yeah, yeah I, I, think, I, I
2: think I think. People were aware of it. They're not sort of, this is not news to people. No, the, yeah, I, think the, I know what he's doing. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Well, uh, Vladimir Kufau wasn't worried about uh, the Frankfurt fans coming on at full time. He said, I wasn't scared. If a fan attacks me, it would be their problem, not mine. He yeah. looks like I, a hard bastard. Presumably, be, he just yeah. headed them away, would he? Yeah. yeah. it'd be like a battle scene in a, in a big sort of movie, wouldn't it? You just see bodies <laughs> flying around. <laughs> like Thor. And then, yeah, and then, yeah, then Kufau just emerging. Who <laughs> wants some? Or, or or Tony Cottee getting involved? Did yeah, you see, did you see him on a fountain? I did in the, see in him the on main, a fountain. I assume that's the main square in Frankfurt, leading the champ.
3: Someone made the point that it looked like he was doing it against his will.
2: Yeah, that was. Mm. I, yeah, yeah. I, I thought he looked a little bit unnatural there. Oh, maybe he was just maybe it was peer pressure, possibly. That's well, a possibly. shame. Possibly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it is it is gutting for West Ham. I mean, you would say though that, that despite this, we can't. Overlook the fact that a semi-final in the Europa League and where they currently are in the in the Premier League, that, they, they have, they've overachie- overachieved. They have, season. but I think it's going to, it will go down as a season that feels like a really missed opportunity, doesn't it? And I, I, the focus now has to be essentially finishing in the Europa League place because they, mm. they could drop into the Conference League and that will feel like a disappointment bearing in, in mind what they've been looking at all season. Although it still will be a, an achievement, any sort of European football I think is vital for them to continue in their sort of upward trajectory. Yeah. But it's just like, a team like West Ham, they don't have opportunities like this come along that often, and obviously they're trying to build towards changing that. But it it, it feels like it's almost Sisyphean, isn't it? You get to the top of the mountain and then down you go again. Yeah, it's going to be an absolute nightmare getting back up yeah. there. Or snakes and ladders. All that.
3: Yeah, I really felt like West Ham needed this, and it, I got the sense. You know, Moyes kicking off yesterday. Mm-hmm. I'm not that surprised because if you look at over the last couple of weeks in the Premier League, um, he was he was pretty angry after the Chelsea game because people were asking about Declan Rice's future and things like that. Yep. Um and I think like he was he was putting his eggs in this basket, which which makes sense at this stage of the season, absolutely. You know, it's a European semi-final. Um but I but I wonder if he has a real job on his hands. Not I don't even mean to lift the players or even really himself, but almost just planning for the summer and what do you do? Do you do you do you buy the players that you've you you know they you were looking at Two years ago, Mm -hmm. do you try and get that extra bit of quality, knowing Mm -hmm. the risks that come with it, with having to pay top-tier fees? Yeah. I don't really know. It'll be really interesting Mm -hmm. to see how he's backed by the owners. Yeah, absolutely right. Gentlemen, we've got to move on to the other semi-final, of course, because
2: Glasgow Rangers are in the bloody final! (laughs) Um, I was flicking between the games and the difference in atmosphere was unreal. Yeah, well, between the two British sides. Yes, indeed. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was comparable in terms of the stadium. Incredible. I just... I, I honestly thought, again, t- talking to Andy, you know, RB Leipzig—they're a good side. I mean, really, they're a, knocking on a, a regular Champions League side. That's what they are certainly building towards. You know, we have seen them in the Champions League before. Um, but after that first leg with, with sort of the late goal, you thought, oh, that—that that is a bit of a hammer blow. That—that that, that really is a big ask for Rangers to go and do this without first choice strikers available. Um, you know, Morelos being the obvious one, he's, he's, he's not there. But they're in the blood. They managed to do it. I mean, it's 3 1. Very impressive. Similar to what they did um, in in um, in, in, in previous round as well. But James Taverner, I mean, at 30 years old, scoring his seventh goal in the competition this season. We don't need a striker if you've got him galloping down that right side. Top scorer. In, in the competition and he, I mean he's, he is a right back by position I know he takes a few penalties but still they're not all penalties and that's yeah. st- and, and yeah. they still count by the way it's <laughs> something like his 80th goal for Rangers <laughs> it's, it's right. astonishing it is remarkable but you look at the, the the guys who've scored the goals you know Glenn Kamara um, got a lovely one as well and, and, and Lundström as well who because of that surname I always think he's Scandinavian yeah, yeah. and yeah. then you hear his accent <laughs> yeah. and he really isn't Scandinavian um, but you look at the, the the signings that that Gerard made and, and, and subsequently since they were actually quite canny. I mean, Tavernier has been at the club since, what, 2015? Yeah. But really was a kind of a uh, bit of a championship player. Bit of a journeyman. A little bit of a journeyman, yeah, out on loan. Who didn't score goals. No, so, no, exactly, yeah. Not in Europa League semi-finals. No. Certainly. Uh, I, I, and so he's been sort of moulded into this into this player who now is plays for a team who demand that you win week in, week out. Whereas if you are playing for... Uh, a, a championship side unless you, you finish top but even if you do you're then in the Premier League and it's a totally different story but but Tavernier would play maybe sort of lower half uh, a Premier League side it's a very different dynamic it's very different going into games when you're in front of a partisan crowd of 50,000 plus again who expects you to win every mm. week who are challenging for trophies all that kind of stuff I know it, it, it has been different you know Gerard pulled them up to that sort of winning uh, away and obviously won the league and so Camaro was at Dundee before Bloomstrom um, um, was at Sheffield United yeah played in the in the Premier League but was obviously back down in, in, in the Championship they've turned this side progressively over the, the, the last few years into a side that is now in the Europa League final yeah and there's some dynamism to it as well there really is yeah I mean I know we talk about the atmosphere which has been great and so on and oh my I mean talk about my giddy aunt my giddy Ali McCoyst <laughs> you know I mean I just <laughs> I, I thought it was very good of him actually to return to punditing duties at the end of the match because I thought I was, we were going to see him topless in the crowd <laughs> yeah. you know? he did well to keep his top on he did he very, right. very very well yeah some, some real hard uh, discipline and professionalism from McCoy there because I yeah. thought as I say he'd, he'd be away with everybody but um, incredible Vish I mean you obviously saw Rangers uh, earlier on in the, in, in the competition but that what, their home form has been crucial mm. uh, in this despite I mean we away in, in in Dortmund as well but I mean what did you make of last night because this is again people derive Scottish football we understand why you know you've got the, the top two who have not covered themselves that much in, in, in glory in Europe I mean Rangers were in a European final what was it 2007 so not that long yeah. ago Celtic in 2003 also in um, Seville um But it is a very rare thing to see a Scottish side reach a a European final.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And you think of, um, you know, you you mentioned there the players that they've recruited. That's kind of how they've had to operate for a while, trying to find bargains here and there, when Gerald was there leaning on his contacts, essentially. Um, Ryan Kent, who's been their player of the um, the tournament, I'd say, he's Mm. been a remarkable point of difference, especially given that... He, um, there's a little bit of Harvey Barnes about him in that. Like, I know what you mean. He doesn't really do stepovers. Yeah. But he always gets past oh, someone.
2: Yes. And he's very direct. But he also I've... doesn't like just knock it past someone yes. and run onto it. I yeah. don't know what he's doing. Did he? I've, it's I've... tricking me as well. Yeah. Did he do a step over when he put the ball in that led to Lundstrom's goal?
3: I just want to say that just in case he, oh, did he might have done actually. not yeah. want to leave yeah. you short yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> but the um, but but also I think it's the way that these players are are actually quite dexterous. Lundstrom yeah. in particular. Mm. He's played a variety of different roles for, um, for Rangers, specifically in this uh, cup run, um, and I, I'm I'm mentioning this because I, I was cu- I covered the game, so I saw it firsthand. But against Dortmund in the second half, Van Bronckhorst went to a back three, and Lundström dropped from midfield, in you know, into centre back, and he was yeah. he was a colossus, really, and he really shut them down. Um, and then he's learned
2: that under Chris Wilder? Yeah,
3: probably. But then you know, arriving arriving in the box to score to score, you know, yeah. the winner that he did. Um, even Glenn Kamara, um, you know, you, you you Google Glenn Kamara's name, and what comes up is that. Disgusting incident against Slavia Prague, yeah. and it's pretty cool that he had this actual football moment, yeah, like, yeah, high-profile. Yeah. Pro- high-profile thing. Well, I think, yeah, because
2: because Gerrard in the Europa League with, with Rangers was 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 decent. You know, yeah. they, they yeah. had they had a, a good time, and that Slavia Prague side were a good side, and obviously got the better of them. When it was a case of can um, Van Bronckhorst take him that extra yeah. stage? But when mm. they draw Dortmund, you think well, the favourites, come on, that's a bit of a tricky one. Well, they win that, then they beat Red Star, and then they beat Braga, and and, and now when they get to the semi-final, again, they're playing the, the new favourites for the tournament. Yeah. And to get through that, I mean, I mean, Leipzig is a little stat. you Leipzig's five-year net spend is almost £300 million more than Rangers. It's amazing. It is amazing. I do love how Van Brockhurst kept referring to them as Red Bull. They yeah. will hate that. Yeah, yes. that, was, that was really neat. you, know, I mean, was... you could tell he, he hadn't. It wasn't <laughs> deliberate, and that will be worse. Totally. Yeah. We should give a mention to uh, Nkunku's goal. Oh yeah, which was such finish. a lovely finish. Because Rangers, they, they they give him the old one-two, and you think, have they scored too early? Because uh, it's unlikely you're going to keep a clean sheet with with the quality that uh, that Red Bull have. Um, and and you know, can you go again? And of course, when he gets that equalised, it's a beautiful. Open oh, the body has this up.
3: given them wings? <laughs>
2: You're worried, aren't they? Very worried, right. yeah. And uh, and then
3: now they can't get to bed. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and then uh, you know it's just a ball in the box. Gulacci flaps at it, and then there's Lundstrom to tap yeah. in, and then the celebration. There was a fan who looked... you know, when you see a fully grown man who's just that tiny bit beyond excited and jubilant, mm. and you think you, you you need to calm down yeah. now because this is going to spill out. This is going to yeah. be. And uh, I think, he, yeah, he took a step back. But um, my was goodness, a big save from Alan McGregor in there as there well. Was, which I think he, needs, he will do that. He played his part in the Europa League. He will, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they go to Seville in search of glory. Of course, as I mentioned earlier, Celtic went to the same city, different stadium back in um, pretty sure it was two thousand and three when Mourinho's Porto beat them. So, uh, so there we are. Talking. So they'll be
3: they'll be supporting them, won't they?
2: I would imagine uh, <laughs> really that, bring
3: Glasgow together. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Well, Pete Donaldson put a (laughs) marker down with his half and half Rangers and Celtics show at that Ramble Live show. And this is part two. And Mm. and this will bring it home for them.
3: I know we say it a lot about various different things that he does. But it's remarkable that Pete's still alive, isn't it? I know what you mean. I know
2: what you mean. Yeah, and I think we should legally leave that there um, but we mentioned Jose Mourinho and he's in another final he's going to be the first manager to win all three European trophies isn't he exactly, and he's going yeah. to claim that it's the most significant victory of the season yes. in a way he will be right as well because he'll have won the Europa League the Champions League and the, the, the Conference League which no one else has done before because no one else has had the opportunity <laughs> and this is just how he operates and and that
3: he meant to do it absolutely. No, I, I, I wanted yeah. to be in the Conference League absolutely actually, yeah. Yeah. yeah
2: how else could I complete this, the clean sweep yeah yes he will do that there's no doubt about that but he's also covering all tracks because he said of course I have had bigger moments than this but I am not feeling for myself I am feeling for the people and my players this for us is our Champions League he would say that kind of
3: stuff in his wedding speech wouldn't he I think so yeah obviously I've been with hotter women (laughs) (laughs) Uh, like much hotter uh actually um, I'll give you the
2: numbers (laughs) (laughs) here's the body count Body
3: count.
2: <laughs> anyway, but Roma did beat Leicester 1-0, 2-1, of course, uh, on, on aggregate. Tammy Abraham! Yeah, our very own. It should never have happened, that goal, because of the corner. The weird circumstances of the corner. Oh, yeah, yes. Like, slapping the ball into the ground. It was a really odd save. Well, but- actually... It's funny you say that because I think Abraham was was waiting for it to come back out. And he looked, he was head in, head in hands when, because he knew that if Schmeichel's not going to hold that, he's going to parry it back mm. into play and then and he'll pounce. Yeah, brilliant header from Abraham. Not, you know, not to take away from that it's absolute bullet header. What a season he's having as he's, well. He's having a remarkable season. And, and And really, you know, I always like to bring it back to this, should be the number two behind Harry Kane mm, up front for yeah. England. You've got to say, haven't you, on, mm. on terms of uh, uh, form absolutely form, and... Uh, and Even the
3: way two. he's been playing for Roma, the way yeah. he's he's, <clears throat> he's connected things probably better than he did when he obviously started young at Chelsea when mm. he gets that season on the Lampard and they because of the transfer ban they... yeah they throw him in but um i am I'm, I'm quite fascinated by the arsenal links because i really want him to stay in rome yeah, i feel like mean, this is really helping his development and yeah. they kind of don't need to come back
2: and chris but... smalling needs a needs a, a pal yeah he does <laughs> yeah. mind you henry made the is out there as well he is he, yeah, yeah. Well, and, and well, without getting too sidetracked you know um tomori should get a, a call from oh, yeah, soon. but anyway but um but chris smalling how was that not given as a penalty? Yeah, I thought he was lucky there. Actually, <laughs> it was a proper rugby tackle stuff that, and they are given these days. As we mm. It might be a Mourinho shit house card, like you get one of those a game. Yeah, possibly. Quite, but yeah, it wouldn't shock me if like he he. Obs- I know the referee. I, I don't believe the referee went over to the VAR monitor. But if like Mourinho like trying to block his view from looking at the monitor or something, <laughs> like oh they kind a really blurry <laughs> TV? Just played an incident <laughs> from earlier. He's got, you remember those watches that used to turn off the television? yes, yes. He had a lad in the, <laughs> the class who would doing it the team, so He's got one. Of them, isn't he? Oh, obviously he's not working. No, I just can't win a game. Nobody saw that. But Abraham was asked, and he did say that he was surprised he was marked by five foot seven Ricardo Pereira from from the corner because he said I'm height, not... sh- height shaming. <laughs> he did say that uh, I'm not the best header of the ball, and so. But I mean, he's a lot taller, and yeah. he is a striker on form. So. That is interesting, though, it isn't it? Seems like a real oversight that from Leicester, who have conceded seventeen goals from corners this mm. season, and Roger said they needed to work on that last weekend when mm. they lost to Spurs. And you, they've been and awful. Th- that. And that's the moment that decided the tie. Yeah, you look at that, and you think, oh. and, and that is also one of those things that is like eminently coachable. It, it, it is surely one of the basics on the training ground, and you yeah. think we, we we think of. Rodgers has been a really sort of dynamic, details based manager, and yeah, if, yeah, if yeah. that's starting to slip, maybe his time at Leicester is no. is drawing to a close. Yeah, but it's but it's it's gutting for, for, for Leicester. But you know they can sort of say, well, you know, beaten by a good side and a canny operator who who knows how to grind out mm-hmm. a one 0 win. Absolutely, with, with these the, kind of games, this makes this quite a very underwhelming season for Leicester, right? I mean it's not last season Marcus they were on the verge yeah they were on they've the been vi- nowhere near the verge this Blimey, year I've, I've forgotten all about the verge um, I, I think a European semi-final is is, is very respectable true but uh, Roma will play um, Reese Nelson's final. <laughs> they will in the <laughs> final we look forward to that one of course uh, which will be played uh, soon enough uh, in Albania there we are alright everybody let's have a quick break <laughs>
1: In football, you've worked with and alongside some of the biggest names in the game, some of the biggest coaches you've come up against as well. Who's been your biggest influence in your coaching career? I think myself. Welcome
2: back to the Football (laughs) Ramble preview show sponsored by Betway, everybody. Giving
3: himself away at his own wedding.
2: (laughs) 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 It's time for emails. Peter's jingle
3: had a good run.
2: We loved it once, but that love's gone. You can get in touch just email show at footballramble.com. That one always makes me feel like I'm about to be stuffed into a big wicker man. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's got that vibe isn't it okay um, Stelios has been in touch he says my name is Stelios from Larnaca in Cyprus I'm Stelios a long- Stelios am a- Stelios a- Steli- alright Stelios then okay. uh, S- Spelios over there <laughs> uh, my name is Stelios from Larnaca in Cyprus I'm a long time Cypriot listener first time mailer I'm emailing in because I keep seeing Neil Lennon everywhere I go <laughs> Whilst driving, walking in the street, he's even having pints in my local pub. Cry laughing emoji. <laughs> to be honest, I'm surprised he's still here as I remember some Cypriots not being happy with him because of being in the pub after a 3-0 loss to a shitter team. The Ted Lasso of Cyprus? I don't mind him though. As the only Leicester fan, as the only Leicester fan in Cyprus, it's good to have someone on my side. Also, he's made it to the Cyprus Cup final and Omani out of favourites to win it. What should I tell him next time I see him? Wow. Well, yeah. I'd be careful. Yeah. yeah. Don't poke the bear. I don't. I fiery, fiery character. I, I love how it. I love how in that email when he's chatting away, he, just, he says, "I better put in, you know, I don't mind him though." Mm. Just in, in case, case he gets wind of it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like him. Yeah. I don't mind him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind seeing Neil Lennon drinking pint everywhere pints at my local. I don't. I don't really know. What should I tell him next time I see him? Give him a bit of encouragement. I reckon. Yeah. Tell him that Alan Shearer did mean to do that. <laughs> when uh, he kicked him in the face don't, that time don't do that absolutely don't imagine do
3: that. going up to anyone in the pub <laughs> like, I think the bloke who kicked you in the face meant it yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you just
2: got one of those faces Neil yeah. can I have one of your points?
3: I've Maybe. never been to Cyprus is it pretty small I've never been
2: it's, either it's not that it's not so small that you would see Neil Lennon everywhere <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, but I mean it is small but I mean, what, what, why do you think that's? I mean, no, I'm just
3: it. wondering because, like, maybe it's just a normal thing, you know, because it's a small. I mean, it's a population and... of
2: 1.2 million.
3: Mm. So yeah, compar- how, yeah, but how many of them are Neil Lennon? <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's comparable to Northern Ireland. Maybe, we've, yeah, I yeah. don't know. I, I, I do not know the mind simply because. Well, well, please keep us updated, Stelios. Yeah. On uh, on Neil Lennon, and um, if, if he deviates from this behaviour and does something <laughs> a bit worse or, or a bit better or whatever, you need yeah. to let us know. Well,
3: tell, and the, it, tell it, the authorities first. I don't
2: mean that much worse. <laughs> also, if you regularly see a footballer or a manager just knocking about haunting your life, let us know. Maybe this <laughs> is yeah. more common than we realise. Show at footballramble.com or tweet us at footballramble. Right, gentlemen, let's turn our attention to the Premier League. Big one on Saturday night, Liverpool. Versus Spurs. Is this the moment Liverpool's title bid is derailed, Jim? Because this is the toughest game they've it got. Absolutely, it is. And also, we've seen from uh, how Spurs beat Man City that they they're up for these games mm. and they don't they don't they don't give up if no. they're behind. And that front three is going to cause anyone problems. So I think Spurs have got a really good chance here. Actually, yes. Although Liverpool are brilliant, there is that. Mm. There is always that. There is always that, and they they've you know they've had a fairly draining game in midweek. I, I wonder if that, that is draining. perhaps like over overstated. I don't think it was often. that draining the way it finished. I understand at half time, but no, I they, they had, they they, had to dig deep to make it. Yeah, they that way. they
3: expended a lot of physical and emotional energy by the end of that.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I think they were still in all right, Nick. Uh, considering how it kind of petered out I think that they'll be okay
3: yeah yeah fine look I yeah, okay you've are <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. fine whatever because, well because on that yeah. I thought you know the fact that Spurs have had a week off yeah. um, geared towards this and yeah. beyond the City game this is Liverpool playing someone who desperately needs something at this stage of the season mm-hmm, which yeah. isn't a, you know always a guarantee you know given where we are well start of May um and Yeah, there's something about the way that Villarreal went at Liverpool in that first half, which does fit how Spurs got it to you. Yes. Well, Jurgen Klopp
2: said that Spurs are probably the best counter-attacking team in world football right now. Which, which is an which issue. Is, which is a mind game. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah.
3: But they both mean, play similar ways. Well, I was they're gonna both going to go back and forth.
2: Yeah, I, I think it could be a very entertaining game. I, I do yeah. think Liverpool will win. I think the mental strength Liverpool have in terms of sticking to a plan, you know, being really, really good on those on those details in game is the best I've ever seen. Mm. Really, they're just mm. phenomenal like that. Yeah. So, I, try, I mean, Klopp said of of uh, Song Hyun Min, it's like Son has a phone with a navigation system. He just runs and gets the ball played to his feet.
3: That's really cool. dumb. Yeah, mm. well, because son...
2: all phones have navigation systems. <laughs> but why yeah. would you? I mean, how? I know some of the balls are quite long, but how long are they being played if you need some sort of, you know... Are put- balls getting longer? Maybe. Yeah. Um, speak to Big Fred. Um, <laughs> <laughs> for those who saw that on our Insta. Um,
3: Don't direct people to it. Why not? We nearly got away with it. No, we put it up on
2: our social media, you madman. <laughs> um, on, 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 talking of social media, though, son's on Twitter. Yeah. Did you see this? Very it's, Much it's more wholesome Come off content. it again, though, isn't he? As a oh that's not very nice it's not not that he's come off he sent his third ever tweet but it didn't really go that well well he signed up and said that he was excited to talk to fans about football and his hobbies and you think "Mm, yeah it's not that nice a place on here yeah Yeah. but I really appreciate trying to bring some wholesome content anyway Um, but yeah It, um, it wasn't that wholesome was it it was NFTs oh yes yeah so everyone was a bit angry so now, uh, for all the reasons people are angry about NFTs, okay, fair enough. Well, look, Liverpool v Spurs vish. I'm going to ask for you to predict who's going to win this game. I think Liverpool are going to win it. I think they're going to win it three-one. Okay, like that. Four goals well, that'll do nicely. <laughs> and Jim, you would appreciate that because I would of course hope that would also the happen. Top, yes. the race for fourth spot is 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 very hot already. I would mm-hmm. say it's hotting up but it is already hot. There's a lot of narrative in this game. An awful this, I'm, lot of narrative. I'm very pleased there's still so much going on this season even mm. though it's yeah. now to the point it's so stressful for me I'm not sure I can even enjoy <laughs> it. Yeah, title race. We've got a title race. Yeah, race for Europe. Race for Europe in, in all competitions really. A yes, and a relegation run. Proper rally. relegation. That's where we turn our attention to now. Burnley and Leeds are on 34 points with four games to play. Everton are on 32 with four to play Frank Lampard has said he and his players are so focused on what they can control that we don't know how many points are needed to stay up it's not hell for that Frank Yeah, way. but I suppose if you just win the games then then you'll be okay but Leeds United go away to Arsenal on Sunday and Leeds because of um, Jesse Marsh coming in and winning a, a few games and getting everybody going Vish I think maybe people thought oh, that they'll be okay but you look at it now, their goal difference is the worst. It's almost like an extra point for, for the other teams around them. Burnley have come into some timely form. Everton are picking up the odd rare win. I mean, beating Chelsea for crying out you know,
3: Incredible. Some people will look at this and think, actually, Leeds might be the most likely to go down now. Yeah, there was something I found quite disconcerting when I watched them last week. And it, it's I couldn't quite put my finger on it, but I think the thing that is really apparent as Jesse has obviously got them more organised in certain areas but mm. Leeds' strength was going at teams and flooding yeah, them yeah totally and against City they had a few moments where they were they really snatched at like not chances per se but opportunities to mm. create chances create you know further pressure on goal and there was like a panicky element to them because the, the thing about Bielsa's football was that it's chaos yeah yeah. But they understand the chaos. Sure. And I think, you know, within those chaotic moments, they make good decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, and it feels like they've lost that, that decision-making, that cutting edge, mm-hmm. which isn't ideal, because you think that would be an incredible strength when you're trying to thrash out and win some points at this desperate stage of the season. So it, it's, it's almost like, you know, they, they, they don't really create those chances that they used to. Or yeah. they, they used to
2: bank on them. Well, they're missing a bit of firepower yeah. as well. Yeah, that's of course. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Is that also because they're playing City? Right, and also with, with with you know the table looking as it does is probably a bit of a perfect storm of them maybe not having the best out of the office. So they are unbeaten in their last three away games. Mm. But
3: um, I, th- I thought so this I against I, I don't Palace think as well. This is, um, yeah. this is going to be yeah, a tough game for us.
2: lost one in their last six. But the fact of the matter is they're two points above the relegations. So. Yeah, indeed. and, and, it, and it, it is quite surprising, as I say, because Marsh has come along and and, and galvanised them a little bit. And um, they, they'll be without Stuart Dallas for the rest of the season, who's, who's a crucial player for them after his injury. He started one hundred and twenty-one of the club's last one hundred and twenty-two league games. So he will be a big miss. Um, but Arsenal, they've got a real chance here, Jim. They the Spurs away to Liverpool, Arsenal at home to Leeds. Uh, uh, yeah. You would think that old Arsenal, by the end of play, Jim, will be five points above top. Well, that's Hotspur. what they're aiming at. But they, I mean, the, the issue that f- concerns me a little bit is Arsenal six games without a clean sheet now. So mm. they've got to address that. Obviously, they have an issue when they go behind. They find it hard to c- come back from. I think it might be the only the Wolves game at home where they've they've one from being behind or it might be only one or two games a season where they managed to do that. So, I mean, that game where they lost three games in a row that looked like a really winnable run of games, that doesn't come from nowhere. Mm. So, Arteza has to make sure that mm. Arsenal are really, really switched on for this and really just mm. just are professional three and dominant. Wins on, and... Three wins on the bounce. Oh, side. absolutely. I mean, could Arsenal even catch Chelsea? There are three points Which, I item. think that's what they need to aim at. I think there is an outside chance that both North London clubs qualify for the Champions League and, and oh Chelsea absolutely, absolutely if for If Arsenal finished third this season, it'd be amazing. It would be amazing, yeah. How about that? Arteta signed um, a, a new contract? He has, yeah. You happy about that? I uh, am very happy about that. According to Aaron Ramsdale, uh, Cedric Suarez thinks of himself as a future Pep Guardiola. I don't know how good that, what good news that is for Arteta. Well, and it probably could be quite intimidating good for news him for Arsenal. Is Cedric formal... coming for my job, player <laughs> manager?
3: Maybe Cedric's just losing his hair. Yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> It works on him. You just get really prickly in
2: interviews. <laughs> We're so happy. Um, well, there we are. Also, uh, gentlemen uh, down, uh, speaking of relegation uh, teams and all the rest of it, uh, Burnley versus Aston Villa. Aston Villa haven't won uh, in five, or hadn't won in five, sorry, before beating Norwich uh, last week. Now, Villa, I don't think they're going to get relegated by any stretch. You know, no. But they are only eight points above the, the relegation zone. I mean, again, it should be enough, but they've, they've not been great. They've lost four in the last six. I think sometimes we we see Gerard in the job. We see Coutinho doing some nice bits and pieces and some 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 lovely moments from Ings and
3: Watkins and so on. Fish, but they've not been that good. No, but I suppose that you know that initial good feeling at the start has mm. propelled them into this position where uh, you know obviously they're yeah. not mathematically safe, but, but they're not going down. I can they?
2: see them improving next season. I think that's yeah. the, that probably the the, the 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 takeaway point is that they're very unlikely they will be relegated. Um, but but it's interesting when you look at the team okay but then Burnley um, of course three wins uh, on the bounce Jim you know tails are up and it's a big game for them it is and since um, Mike Jackson uh, has taken over he's been nominated for the April Manager of the Month and rightly so damn right so Villa concede early quite a lot uh, and Burnley score a lot of their goals quite early so this this That bodes well for them as well. They've also got this mad situation where they play Villa again on May the 19th. (laughs) Um, So I wonder, does this kind of, in terms of the other teams down there, does this give them a bit of an advantage? Because even if they don't win this Mm. game, they've got a chance to sort of suss Villa out a bit and Uh, and kind of have another uh, go if it doesn't quite work. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you see um, uh, Burnley's latest accounts released this week show that they will have to pay back a significant portion of the uh, £65 million loan the club took on while being taken over by the ALK Capital? Uh, group in December 2020. I mean the financial seems actual... a ridiculous thing to build into um that I mean I don't understand how these huge deals work but that's that seems like it's not that unlikely and mm. puts them in a really precarious position. Yeah, it's it's uh, I sincerely hope surely for some... everyone involved it's just that bad. Yeah, mm. well I know what you mean. I think that the ownership of Burnley is you know is is increasingly coming under um, scrutiny and, Absolutely. And, and, and and questions. Um the aforementioned Stephen Gerrard and um, has been uh, spending big, though. He was pictured at a Birmingham curry house a couple of weeks ago where the Liverpool Echo reported
3: that he spent £50 just on prawns. <coughs> I've heard
2: this, yeah.
3: As in, that like, prawn curry? Well, I, I and just... And prawn, you know, prawn starters or whatever. Maybe. Or just to... <laughs> I I just give,
2: me give me a big <laughs> Give me the biggest prawn you've <laughs> got. <laughs> I've never had prawns. Bloody hell, they're good. <laughs> give me some, just a bowl of prawns. That's all I want. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Apparently the restaurant is a bit of a celebrity spot, so I'd imagine that... Uh, no,
3: hold on. Read the celebrities.
2: it has been visited by Harry Rednuff and Peter Shorten. I mean, past. it's not
3: a celebrity place, is it? <laughs> no, well, oh, there's another on. one,
2: a bigger name. Go on, Tom Cruise. Shut up. Tom Cruise was in the news a little while ago. This is not a poem. Um, Tom, Tom Cruise was making headlines recently um, because he went to this exact curry house and they mm. said he had a, a chicken tikka masala and enjoyed it so much he immediately ordered another one. I'm calling <laughs> bullshit on that because, yeah. like, who alive yeah. has ever had room for that? Like, it, it's <laughs> like it's too, it's too much food. Also, I know Tom Cruise is a you know probably not of this dimension, but still. Mm. Yeah, I, and also, he's a fine figure of a man. You don't... But he's not like a... He's always running though, isn't type, he? Is he? He's, he's always running. It. Yeah, that is true. And he's always shouting at people. So He burns off calories <laughs> yeah. that way. Maybe he was eating it on a treadmill. Ma- imagine how bad the weight staff got shouted at because he said, oh, this is amazing. It's probably quite low in calories. Actually, Tom, this is much. Right, bring all your staff out there. I need to shower <laughs> them for two hours to, to burn this off.
3: <laughs> not the chef because I, I do want another one. <laughs> but... <laughs> Everyone else come outside. Yeah.
2: <laughs> now watch this stunt. Oh, dear. Good old Tommy. Uh, where were we? Oh, Good yes. Old Tommy. Well, <laughs> I think Redknapp and Shieldless, come on. That's a bit. Whether you like someone or not. Right, and we just talked about Tom Cruise, and I know you're a huge fan of his. Mm. You love all his films, but but you have to say that that, that that's that's big licks. Red and Shilton. I
3: think. I'll give you Red nap. I'm not having Shilton. No, okay. And Shilton's not getting recognised, is he? In a restaurant, I'd recognise. But he's tucking he? into Rogan Josh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> gentlemen. We must move on uh, because this weekend, the last day of the championship season will happen for most of the teams. Some will be involved in the playoffs, but the uh, the actual league season will will finish. Fulham and Bournemouth automatically up, of course. Nottingham Forest and Huddersfield are safely in the playoffs. Sheffield United and Luton currently 5th and 6th, both on 72 with Middlesbrough and Millwall 7th and 8th on 70 and 69. We could see a little bit of movement, Jim. Could could. see a little bit of movement. Uh, Millwall go to Bournemouth and Middlesbrough play Preston. Luton host Paul Lintz Reading and Sheffield United host Fulham. Oh, narrative all over the gaff. Um, Barnsley, Peterborough and Derby, they're already down. But Wayne Rooney has been spotted keeping his trousers up in a very unusual way at Derby's <laughs> Awards. Did, did you see <laughs> At least this? he's doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Well, I've, yeah, I, I can't say what I want to say about it. <laughs> uh, a fan said Wayne was in a brilliant mood and spent loads of time with supporters, but every time he posed for a picture, this thing that looked like a shoelace popped up. <laughs> Now I think that's very harsh, personally. But if you look at the photos, <laughs> it should explain it. It's probably a part of the suit, but it did look like a bit like he was holding his trousers up with a shoelace. <laughs> it's better than like the cord from the kettle in his hotel room, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, so it's that's A tape true. measure. Yeah, yeah. Um, his wife Colleen defended uh, Wayne Rooney's diet recently because apparently that came under scrutiny. His favourite food is lettuce. He loves salad. I'm not having having that either. Yeah, that's kind of lie you
3: tell your parents. Oh, no, I love lettuce. Other
2: than like a cartoon rabbit, who has that ever been true of? Yeah. Yeah, very much so, yeah. Right, everybody, it's time for Betway's 4 to Score. 4 to Score is free each week. Pick the first goal scorer in Betway's four selected matches for your chance to win the weekly £50,000 jackpot. Make sure your selections are submitted before the first game. Further T's and C's apply. In game one... It's Arsenal versus Leeds United on Sunday at 2 pm. Jim, who have you picked? Eddie and Kettier. Good choice, sir. Good choice. Game two, Leicester versus Everton, also
3: on Sunday at 2 pm. Vish, who have you picked? I've picked James Madison, but I'm not entirely convinced of it. But something I think he's going to score. I think maybe a free kick. <laughs> okay. But it's just something about it, seeing it written down, has me a bit confused. Mm. Game three,
2: Norwich versus West Ham United, uh, also it's uh, Sunday at 2 pm. Andy Brassell. Has this to say. Hello, Ramblers. I've got Norwich versus West Ham for four to score. It's going to go one of two ways, isn't it? Either West Ham are going to take their frustrations from Frankfurt out on the team at the bottom of the table, or with all the jam having been taken out of their donut in Germany, they're going to be a bit flat. I'm going to go for the latter. I'm going to go for Timo Pukki to score the opening goal. Timo Pukki. All right. In game four, Manchester City versus Newcastle United on Sunday at 4 30 pm. I'm going for Kevin De Bruyne. So there we are, everybody. Arsenal versus Leeds. Jim's gone for Eddie Kettier in uh, Leicester versus Everton. Vicious picked James Madison in uh, game three. Norwich versus West Ham United. Andy's picked Timo Pukki. And in game four, Manchester City versus Newcastle United, I have picked Kevin De Bruyne. Make sure your selections are submitted before the first game. You can play for free at betway.com forward slash four to score. Further T's and C's apply. You've got to be over 18 and do gamble responsibly. For more information on that, head to be dot org. and now it's time for this
1: oh, Bennett. Ah! Ah. Ah. it's the
3: algorithm what do you want me to do this is why i'm fucked hello
2: everybody welcome to marcus's game oh yeah jimmy can you feel it i can actually good boy pleasant yes no not that as in marcus's game can you feel yeah. it yeah Good. What about you, Vish?
3: Oh, it's just can why? Why? The managers. Why is it always the managers? I'm oh, crying out loud. Like, why do we have to have this every time? Because there's so many other players. It's like trying to put a child to bed. Like, <laughs> <just> <laughs> three, cl- three, cl- <laughs> three clubs for the child to bed. i happily do that. I'm not doing... Old man Wilkinson. Oh, he, it was Howard Kendall. How yeah. that, it doesn't that matter. That one's on you, though, isn't <laughs>
2: it? Yeah, it's all on you, this you, 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 silly sausage. Right. Okay. Enough of that crap. We're doing managers. Uh, uh, Vish, you can go uh, second. Three. So, Jim, you're Three. up first. <laughs> Wait, no. come on! It's Friday. All right. It's you. I don't let me make me cancel your weekend. <laughs> Jim, you're up for this. Okay. You, you're up first. Okay. This man. Has managed four teams in his professional career. Mm-hmm. It's Roberto Martinez. Okay. Can. I can do
3: four. You can do all four, you? Can. Can. Little shit. What's the point then? You do it. What's the point? <sighs> I think
2: I can do four, but I'm going to try to do four. Oh, he thinks he can do all four. All right, everybody. Here we go. Jim Campbell to get us off to a flyer in Marcus's game. Uh, to do all four of Roberto Martinez's teams Everton, Belgium, Wigan, and I think Swansea. It's 1 0 to Jim. It's a good start. It's a good start for Jimmy Baby. Vish. you like
3: Arthur Daly.
2: You're up first. <laughs> you're up first. This man. Has managed forty three. No, this man. (laughs) (laughs) It's Pete Donaldson's dad. Um, No, this man has managed four teams. He is Luis Enrique. (laughs) (laughs) What? Four teams. Yeah. And this is a this is a timely reminder that uh, B teams and and under twenty ones, all that kind of stuff. It's it's first teams. First teams is what we're interested in here. Four teams that uh, Luis Enrique has managed. Four? Four. Is that your bid? No. What's your bid? <laughs> two. Are you bidding two? I'm bidding two. Jim, you can do three, can't you? I can have a go at three. It's are you going to have a go at there, three? very clever isn't he? Very clever. Uh, okay. Jim, can I hear three? You, yeah, you're going to have to, aren't you? You're My brain is, is so
3: dumb. Yeah. All
2: right, can I... You're going all four?
3: No no no, no, no. no, 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 okay.
2: Jim. Three teams Luis Enrique has managed. Okay, obviously Barcelona. <phone rings> Roma. Oh for
3: fucking Roma.
2: Oh, clearly I'm missing an obvious one then. Uh, where is he now? I don't know where he is at the moment. I'm going to guess Zaragoza. Oh, Jim Campbell. He's currently manager of Spain. Spain. <laughs> fucking Jim, <gym, laughs> you idiot. <laughs> You prick! Oh, you're almost as thick as I am. Yeah. When you, when you said Rome, I was yeah, like, I'd, i was, had it in my head that he didn't, that he said he didn't want to manage Spain, but I'm yeah. thinking of because he was linked with Man United, and I was like, well, why would he do that? So yeah, I shut no, myself he's, up. He's very much managed Absolute Spain before goal. and now and now.
3: Yeah. Do you remember he, there was the thing of when he came back because the the guy who had the position <laughs> didn't leave.
2: Jim, this is what this Gym. game does to you. Don't worry, pal. It's one all. The other team was Celta that he that he managed. Now. <laughs> Jim. <laughs> this man has managed 13 oh, sides i hate you good god it's Marcelo lippi lippi fuck me yeah you could be two to that right now but it's one all lippi 13 sides should be two to that. yeah this is a disgrace neither of you will get all 13 no. that's a clue <laughs> <laughs> what a manager though eh what a man Jimmy. Yeah. I'm going to go three. Three. Yeah. Four. Four? Okay. Straight in there with four. Yeah, Mr. Journalist over there. Yes. Jim? I'm not going to go five. Was that a little mind game? Oh, you're a journalist. You should know this isn't well, We Well, should, shouldn't you? <laughs> you should really never get any of these wrong. <laughs> well, he hasn't so far. True. <laughs> right, but he's got a chance to get one wrong now. Oh. Four, four teams that um, Marcelo Lippi has managed. So, Juventus?
3: Oh. <laughs> uh, Inter? Imagine Real Madrid. Why have I done that? Oh, what are they going
2: to say about that, Danny and new J-Bar? <laughs> <laughs> he managed Pontadera, obviously, Siena, Pistoiese. uh um, <laughs> which is Carrezi, definitely pronounced like that. Cesena. Pistoizezi. Luceza. Atalanta. Now we get into the proper ones. Atalanta, Napoli, Juventus, Inter. Back to Juventus. Italy.
3: Oh. Wang
2: Zu Evergrande. Who could forget? Fucking dickhead. And China.
3: Oh.
2: There we are. Jim Campbell. Mm-hmm. No. Vish is first, sorry, forgive me. Uh, You've got to get this one, Vish.
3: Do you think Andy will talk to me again because I've guessed Real Madrid for Marcelo Lippi? I
2: think he will. I think he was a very kind man. Um, Too kind, one might argue. (laughs) This man has managed five teams. It's Frank Reichardt. Ooh. Ooh, hoo, hoo, hoo. Uh, The curious case of Frank Reichardt's managerial career. Vish, can I get a bid, bruv? Is he going to push the boat out? How many? Oh, God. Come on. How many? Give me a number. Uh, Two. Two. Jim Campbell. He's gone conservative. Can you guess three clubs? No, well, sorry, teams um, that uh, Frank Reichardt has managed? I can without confidence. Are you going to go three? For I the am. win. For the win? I am. Jim Campbell. Three teams that Frank Rijkaard has managed. Barcelona. I believe he's been national team manager in the Netherlands. Here we go. I know he's had a very, very weird career. I'm Here going we to, go. I Here think we go. Is I he think gonna despite his where he played, I've got to My brain's suggesting Feyenoord. Is that your guess? Uh-huh. Ah, goes to the last man. Oh, wow. Shouldn't Sparta should it? Rotterdam. Mm-hmm. Uh, tricky to be fair tricky um, but Galatasaray was where he went uh, after Barcelona and Saudi Arabia mm. weird, very weird career yes outstanding work at Barcelona everywhere else
3: yeah <laughs> um,
2: so uh, we go down
3: this really is a classic isn't it
2: yeah
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I am so glad that there's that there's the, the wind is riding on this <laughs> he's mad <managed. laughs> and I'm so glad I'm in the chair He's managed 21 sides. This is absolute <laughs> bullshit. Oh God. This is absolute bullshit. I'll go to bed. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's Luis Felipe Scolari. Jim, you're up first. 21 big bloody big sides. Oh, my God. There are guesses to be had in this. Come on. Have a bit of respect for Big Phil. There are guesses to be had, but it's not the, like the it's not Stoke <laughs> QPR Sunderland's <laughs> Triumvirate, is it? Let's be honest. <laughs> well, there are perhaps a Brazilian equivalent, one may say. There may be. There may be. 21 teams. 21 that teams. That big, bold beauty has managed Phil. Yeah. I'm going to go for three. I think that's, uh, that's not a bad guess. Four.
3: Four? I'm going to have to go for four.
2: You're going to have to, Jim? No. Okay, so, so I think most people will realise why you're going to have to go for four, but uh, let's see what you've got. Okay, oh, blimey. I mean, I might as well just scroll up to that point there because it's unlikely you'll get any of them. Right, Vish, uh, far away for the win.
3: Brazil. Chelsea. Saudi Arabia.
2: Just going to have to have a scroll here, so hold on to your butts. Jim Campbell wins. Flawless victory. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Viva España.
2: <laughs> Double fish bump from... Jim Campbell there. Oh, Vichy, Vichy, Vichy. I'm surprised that you didn't mention Portugal before Saudi Arabia.
3: Oh, why am I so
2: dumb? Who is the other side you were going to say? i uh, just going to uh, pick a Brazilian yeah, side. Same. I was going to guess Palmeiras. Yeah. Um, well, he did uh, manage Palmeiras. Um, I mean, we could be uh, CSA. you CSA, Juventud, Brazil, uh, de Poletas, uh, Al Shabaab, Poletas again, Juventud, Gremio. Joyas uh, uh, Al Cadicia, which perhaps maybe you were thinking of Saudi Arabia because he managed Kuwait as well. Very brief though. In 1990, Curitiba, oh. uh, Corrissima, Al Ahly, Al Sorry, I've just <laughs> Gremio, uh, uh, Iwata in in in, um, in the far east, I believe. Palmeiras, Cruzeiro, Brazil, Portugal, Chelsea. That was the sweet spot. Brazil, Portugal, Chelsea. Is that mm-hmm. what you have, Jim? No, I didn't have Portugal. I had Palmeiras. Okay, Portugal, uh, I also forgot. Beyond uh, beyond Yokador, which I think was in Uzbekistan. He managed in Uzbekistan for a bit. Palmeiras, Brazil, Grêmio, Guangzhou, Randy. Back to Palmeiras, Cruzeiro, Grêmio, Atletico, Paranense, which of course is where he is now. So,
3: all those teams, and even my Brazilian stab in the dark was wrong. Yeah. Oi, it's bedtime, Vish, isn't it? <laughs>
2: It's time for you to go to bed while everybody else has got a weekend to look forward to because the gate is open! And a win's a win. A win's a win, everybody. Jim Campbell. I'm you... going to torch the house by the time you get back. Jim Campbell, you lead the charge. You get to pick this weekend song for everybody to run through the gate to. What are you picking? Raspberry Beret, mate. Absolutely right. He's picking Raspberry Beret by Prince Vish. Who knows? Perhaps you'll never get a pick and that will be fine by me. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble Preview Show sponsored by Betway. Have a lovely old time, everybody. <laughs> I'm Fuming. working part-time out of five and nine. <laughs> Thank you very much, Jim Campbell. You're very welcome. Thank you for two-snantaraja.
3: Just let us let them go. Let me go.
2: Everybody's out there. Have a lovely one, everybody. Lots of love. See you next
3: ah! week. Oh, <laughs> done!
1: Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Giggy Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm, Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Want truly hydrated skin? Mitocea's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel.